Mike Meets London Tastemakers. In this episode, I chat to Chef Michael Carr of Fenchurch Restaurant, located on the lofty 37th floor of London's famous Sky Garden. We chat about Michael's history in the kitchen, from cooking for the Beckhams to competing on the Great British Menu. We also talk a bit about the modernisation of kitchen practices and the importance of a good work-life balance in the kitchen. And of course, about what he's doing with the stellar menus at Fenchurch. So, let's dive in. So, uh, I'm here in Fenchurch Restaurant in the Sky Garden in London. I'm here with Chef Michael Carr, who is recently appointed as head chef here. Um, and we're going to dive into that shortly. But before we do, why don't you kick us off by introducing yourself. Tell us a bit about who you are. Hi, Mike. Yeah. Um, well, a lot to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, obviously sat here in Sky Garden. It's a, it's a beautiful building. I've obviously come from Yorkshire, where I'm from. Back there, you know, I had my own restaurant and, uh, you know, moving back down to London after after kind of starting my, my real uh, fine dining career down mm. here and then moving back home and moving back down again, it's kind of, you know, it's all, it's all kind of guns blazing here right, right now. <laughs> so it's uh, it's really exciting. It's nice to be here. Nice to be with you and uh, and talk about food and my career and, and what we're doing here at Fenchurch. Amazing. Um, so... Before we get onto that, just to like take you back in time a little bit, I was wondering kind of if you have a particular sort of background or history with food or like any formative memories that kind of like led you to become a chef. Yeah, sure. Well, I think I think um, my childhood really resonates with food. Like my grandma used to um, a lot of home baking. She had a really mm. cool old farmhouse with like you know it was all oh, Arga right. room really beautiful uh, so she'd do a lot of baking mm. like home cooking like really slow cooking like stuff and she'd hold an amazing christmas dinner cool. so like <laughs> that that as like a childhood i was, I was quite a, quite a chunky child so like <laughs> i think i was quite well fed so yeah. um both my mother and father's parents are really kind of into food so my grandmother from my father's side her sister cooked for the queen oh wow so we've got like a, there's quite a big foodie side from yeah. my father's side both my um, uncle and auntie are masters of wine so that's kind of like wow. really been like a, heavily around my childhood sure, yeah, which yeah. is really cool and then from my mother's side my grandma was an amazing cook and, and she still is she still is my mum's an amazing cook as well so kind of from that background side of things it's kind of always been in the back of kind of like mm. almost like subliminal in yeah, the back yeah, of my yeah. mind so as I was going through school um, I was going down the route of trying to become a professional boxer but that kind of didn't really mm. work out for mm. me so like on a weekend I would I'd, I'd found a, um, a job in my local pub where I started out right, as, a, right. as a KP uh, kind of washing pots on the weekend sure, and stuff yeah. and um, I think just from there I, I just kind of found this at, like real deep passion for, for food and like and, and like feeding people mm. so I, just, I, find, I find a real there's a real passion for me in like getting getting that kind of not almost that that like compliment kind of thing but it's almost like somebody coming in spending their like hard-earned money mm. ha- like having a really beautiful time and, and enjoying their time with friends or family and, sure, and having yeah. food that matches that surrounding and then kind of having that like fulfillment from people mm. for me is really rewarding yeah. and uh, yeah, I think from there like my passion's just grown and grown and grown and and luckily again I've been in the right place at the right time where people mm. have put me into kind of really good stead you know I've worked right, with right. some incredible Michelin starred chefs yeah. and uh, you know I've been very lucky so far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully it will continue. Yeah. Absolutely absolutely. <laughs> yeah I mean it sounds like with that kind of background it would kind of be weird for you not to go into hospitality I think like, with that kind of yeah family link. So yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned it there, kind of working with some sort of top chefs and some really sort of 
top class establishments I suppose like have you got any sort of standout moments or memories from like the previous places you've worked at? Yeah um, standout memories wow yeah I mean I think as um, I guess as a teenager just past my driving test still living in Yorkshire I basically was working at a place called Rudding Park Hotel uh, under the stewardship of Stephanie Moon she was kind of like the woman that really I guess pushed me to work for more of a fine dining right, kind of right. background um, and it's something that I think as my career kind of took off as, 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 a, as a youngster, I, I kind of I envisaged myself going down that finer, finer path anyway, right, right. but she really pushed me down that path. Um, so I kind of worked, I went to go work for, um, well I did some stages in Yorkshire for Pipe and Glass, I went to Northcote Manor, mm. um, and at those times I was quite lucky at kind of James McKenzie and, and Nigel Howarth, and there was some really big characters there. So mm. I met James Martin when I was a teenager, um, Lisa Allen, you know, those kind of big names. And, and they kind of, all those people, you know, whether they were in, in the light for me for a little time or a long time, they really pushed me down that path. Right, right. So then from there, I kind of obviously moved to London. Uh, well, I went to Cornwall first, and then I moved to mm. London after that. And working for Gordon, meeting Gordon and you know, I kind of did a lot of things, you know, cooked for the Beckhams and, right. you know, went, went and worked in Hospital Road and, and, and uh, Mays and Petrouse and, you know, around those times was when all the big names were kind of in London right, and right. they were cooking at like the, the absolute, like, you know, it was just really intense, <laughs> right, like yeah. really like almost like military style kind of kitchens mm, back okay. then. And that's not even that long ago, but that kind of, kind of that was the mentality. Right. So to kind of see that and be in that was definitely has moulded me as a person because it's not the kind of guy that I've become. Right. You know, I kind of I'm more of a family orientated kind of guy. So when I'm, when I'm in the kitchen, I try to create a family and a mm. and a cool environment for the guys to work in. Um, but obviously, with that hardship and that background that I've got in my cooking, it kind of it gives a good kind of mix and match a bit mm. of both. And I think for for having that, yeah, I'm super grateful. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, amazing. <laughs> uh, just, just like it's a bit of a tangent there, I guess, because you touched on it there. Um, like uh, you hear a lot about, yeah, those kind of, I guess, quote unquote, older style, like regimented kitchens where, like, I guess, people are very hard on you. Like chefs are kind of really driving, like the kitchen team. And I guess, yeah, these days, like you say, that's maybe less done. <laughs> um, how do you think that sort of evolution's happening? Do you think there's sort of pluses and minuses to like both approaches or? Yeah, I mean, I could probably tell you some stories that would make your skin crawl, but <laughs> oh, uh, sure. yeah. I, def I definitely won't touch on those. <laughs> oh, fair enough. I'll get, I'll get into some, probably some boiling water if I did. <laughs> um, but no, I think, um, you know, t time moves on, you know, mm. you know, and, and I th it is for the best because, you know, there, there was some times, you know, back when I was, you know, kind of starting out, and I was, you know, I look back on those moments, and I'm like, wow, like, mm. that, that would send people to jail, right, you know, yeah. like, so, you know, it, it's, um, it, it's really hard for me to say, because from, from one, from one hand, you've got um, a really high pressure environment, so for a lot of people, it's quite hard to manage that pressure, mm. um, and obviously, you know, it's like when you put a pan on to, onto heat, you know, eventually right. the temperature rises. Sure. It's the same thing in, in an environment where you're in a hut, you're, you're, in a, you're in a kitchen that's trying to push out a really high, high standard of food to a high number of people mm. that are demanding a lot. You know, it, 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 there is a lot, of, uh, a lot of boiling points where some people can't manage that correctly or, right. or 
even in their style they think it's correct and it's and it's not mm-hmm. now obviously back back in the day I'm only talking like you know 10, 10, 10 or so years ago and further back from then you know it was acceptable mm. you know and I think people when they stepped into those environments they almost expected it you know they right. were they were they were ready for it whereas now you know times have moved on you know you, you cannot do that first of all and I think nobody's expecting it as they as they did right. you know back then I think you know there's a lot of these young kids that have come through from college you know they're expecting to kind of come into a, a welcoming environment mm. not work to you know too long hours sure. um, still still get that kind of progressive culinary learning but also you know have have a life attached to that whereas there was never a life attached to that yeah. <laughs> you know you, you didn't care about what you were getting paid you were just kind of in it and it was right. like you know, military, you know, you had to iron your chef whites, you had to be there an hour, an hour earlier right, right. To, to make sure you were on time. You know, it was kind of, yeah, yeah. kind of that thing, you know, to, your toothbrushes are out after service to clean down the stove. And, Amazing. Yeah, and that, that's just not like that anymore. So I'm, I'm happy that I've seen both ends of that mm. because now what you're trying to see now is, is all these lovely, you know, this young blood coming in and it's nice to show them or talk to them about what had happened in the past. Mm-hmm. And and kind of what's happening now, and and they do you know you do find the the right people now. They they kind of have that lovely, lovely attitude when they come into work. They give it a hundred percent, but they know that they have that lifestyle to to, to kind sure, of yeah. balance it out with. So yeah, that's kind of where we're moving forward to now. Is is definitely a better, a better work life balance mm-hmm. than what it used to be before in the past for sure. Amazing. Thanks for indulging me on that question. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> um, d- did the Beckhams like your food? Out of interest? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, there was, there was sometimes, you know, it was part of the kind of, it was part, because obviously Gordon's very good friends with David, so mm. they would do, there would be like bits where they would come into the restaurants and you cook for them right, especially, right. and, you know, Victoria's got a very specific diet and, mm. uh, you know, you had to do things like that, so that was... That was always interesting. Nice, to, nice to meet people like that. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like, where do you go from the Beckhams? I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so, I guess before we get on to Fenchurch, finally, I think you were a contestant on Great British Menu. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Um, so, how did you sort of find that experience first of all, and sort of have you found that's kind of opened any more doors for you, or like sort of maybe altered your path a little bit? Yeah, I think um, it, it was an, it was a wonderful experience. You know, all the guys that were you know were in the producing line of GBM, or all the the guys behind the scenes, are such lovely people. Mm. Um, so really welcoming, um, really kind of understanding. Because at the time I had uh, night to two, which is my restaurant, and I was I was doing seven days a week, you know, right, constantly. Right. And um, you know, at such a young age, you know, I opened that when I was twenty three. So. Mm. You know, probably looking back, you know, probably wasn't totally ready to, to do that venture, right, right. you know, at that age. Um, so I was juggling a lot of things and then I had that kind of as well. So I was pretty shattered, I was pretty <laughs> right, worn yeah. out. Um, but, I, you know, I gave, it, I gave it as much of my all as I could do at the time and I really enjoyed it. You know, it was mm. an amazing experience. That was in the brand new GBM kitchen as well. Oh, okay, so right. I, was the first, I was the first person to cook in that, in that, new, that new kitchen. It was amazing. And, um, yeah, it opened a lot of doors. Um, you know, I was kind of going down the path of doing, I was just in the midst of trying to get onto Saturday Kitchen, mm. um, you know, some other bits, um, which just didn't take off because unfortunately I had to close 92. So there was a, there was a bit, of, it's been a bit of a time out from, mm. from then until now, really, of just trying to find that, that next step. Right, right. And, um, but yeah, I, I love the experience and, you know, it's definitely something that eventually we'll do again for sure. 
Amazing. Um, so I guess this is the next step then <laughs> that you yeah, refer to. Absolutely. Um, how did this kind of opportunity come about, I suppose? Um, this kind of came about, I was kind of in, I was kind of in two minds of where to go and what to do next. I think I was mm -hmm. looking more to maybe doing something that was maybe even further afield than here, okay. um, than London. So maybe going somewhere even further afield. But I think really, you know, with my kind of home life as well, you know, my, my, my partner, she's kind of really supportive you know she really wants to just put me in in the right places at the right time and she wants she wanted the bet the best for me mm. and uh, and the same with my family they were kind of you know trying to help me find that kind of next right. real kind of move forward for me um and this kind of this 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 opportunity kind of raised its head and so far has been absolutely amazing right. the people in in the in the company are wonderful and um we're really really trying to move forward and drive this this forward this is kind of like a real long-term mission to try to get get this restaurant kind of on a on a culinary level on the scene so far it's it's, it's doing really well we've got a wonderful team here mm. and uh yeah that's kind of it's it's a funny one because at the time when i was looking for work this was i did i had seen it and i'd had conversations with right, people right. in the industry about you know I've got a lot of friends in London that work in London and they were saying to me, oh, you know, I don't really know of anything that's coming up, but I've, I've heard about this and this, and also Sky Garden, they're looking for somebody. And right. and, I, and I kind of was like, yeah, it looks really cool. You know, what, what a cool destination to mm. work in. You know, it's 37, 37 floors yeah. off the ground. You've got the view of London. You know, what a wicked, what a wicked opportunity. And then out of nowhere, I saw this advert and I was like, Wow, that's mm. weird. It was it was almost like fate, <laughs> okay, yeah. you know. And I'm quite a big believer in that. So um, it, it almost showed itself right. almost too many times <laughs> that I, I couldn't reach out and, and grab it. Right. And then and then from day one when I came in and I'm and I met with the executive chef and 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 Diego, super welcoming guys, mm. you know, with with a really good vision um, that matched my own. And yeah. that that's the that was the big thing for me. Mm. Um, and then obviously COVID happened. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been like a, a two-year-out kind of thing, and right. and now we're just starting to really ramp it back up again, and mm. it's and it's brilliant, really, really good. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah. So I guess how would you describe your um, your approach or the style that you're taking here now? My my approach and my style has, has never really changed since kind of taking my own step into my, my I guess my own culinary light, like. Mm. Um, I've got my own style. It's very kind of modern British, with quite a lot of um, quite a lot of uh, old school cookery kind of background to it. Um, but I love my kind of Asian fusion as mm. well. So it's got it's got quite a simplistic style my cooking, but I guess quite elegant in its own kind of right. I think um, and Fenchurch just suited that mm. for me. So you know you, you're 37 floors above the ground. You've got the whole of of, the, of London to look at. You know when when it's sunny like it kind of is now, <laughs> it is beautiful. You know you can mm. see for miles, and I kind of I kind of think and, and I believe in myself that I think the food that we're trying to produce here matches that view. Right. You know matches that elegance that you've got up here, and um, and, I, and that's kind of where you know my style suited this role. And I, I, I don't, I don't, I haven't really had to adapt myself in any way at all, mm. and that, and that for me is a big thing, and a, a big thing for any chef really is that 
every chef has their own style and it's about the environment where you can right. show that mm. so you know I believe this is a really good environment for, you know for me to show that right now so it's really good amazing and yeah. so for punters who are looking to come along I guess do you have any sort of top picks or favourites from the menu that you, you like to prepare yeah I mean um, well, obviously we're really seasonal so we, we change dishes as the seasons go mm. you know we, we work really I work really closely with my suppliers you know we're a really ingredient led restaurant um, as quite a lot of restaurants that are kind of mm. taking that step more towards now yeah. you know a lot of kind of real kind of uh, sourcing locally, you know, using kind of British produce yeah. to its absolute best. Um, yeah, currently right now I have a beautiful Pink Lady apple dessert on, which is really, oh, okay. really beautiful. Also a gorgeous uh, Gia Halibut main course on, which is using British corn, mm. um, which is a beautiful dish. Yeah, there's, qu there's quite a lot. They've got a beautiful uh, free-range English duck dish on at the moment okay. as well, which is gorgeous. So there's... there's there's loads <laughs> sure, and, yeah. uh, and with the tasting menu just being live and launched right, this week right. as well that kind of that for me is perfect because I'm showcasing all the best dishes on the menu mm. all the time and they're changing all the time so it's something that will that will constantly evolve and, and grow and adapt so it's re really really good right now amazing yeah I mean that all sounds great to me <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess what would you say like apart from I guess the location I suppose being very stunning like uh, what what makes sort of Fenchurch stand out from I guess sort of equivalent competitors? Um, I think it's the experience that we can that we can kind of portray. Mm. You know, we we can really really give off a kind of different dining experience. You know, I think you can go to any restaurant in London and you will find a different dining experience. Mm. You know, whether that's um, a deep dwelling in Soho that's mm. kind of dark and mood lighted <laughs> yeah. and, and, and you know with, with, with kind of food to match or you can go to something really elegant like a Dorchester and, mm. and, and do something like that but you know coming up here with a 360 view of London you know for me even if you're an outsider coming in or you're a local mm. to London it's still a really cool culinary experience yeah. you know we've got an incredible wine list you know nearly 500 bottles to no, kind of no. choose from which we've got an incredible team here that deliver a, a really insane service hmm. you know that's like really precise and beautiful but not overbearing you know it's quite a relaxed dining atmosphere okay, right, yeah. um, with food that is beautiful tasty you know elegant but like unrefined but also refined it's got a really good mix and match of hmm. of giving you incredible value but also having something quite breathtaking right. you know and, and for me that's something very different mm. you know unless you go to like you know you're in the shard or you may be over in um city social or something right. along those lines it, it's 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 different because what we're trying to achieve here is is, is just really trying to evolve that food dining scene with a beautiful view so mm. it's very it's very cool up here and it's definitely different to a lot of things that you yeah. find in london it's a very strong pitch definitely yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so you mentioned like covid before um yeah. i've kind of been asking everyone what their experience <clears throat> has been through the sort of pandemic era so like what have you i guess what have you been up to for the last couple of years and how did sort of covid impact like your work yeah wow uh, big question um it's, it's that's a question that's been asked to me, you know, a lot over the past few months, and mm. it is still quite a difficult one to answer because 
COVID, as for probably a lot of people, was a very dark time, especially for hospitality industry mm. industry people. I think, um, without having you know, without singleizing it too much, yeah. because obviously it's a dark time for everyone. Um, but for me, it was almost like the world just completely stopped. Right, right. And when you're so involved every day, sixteen hours a day, yeah. in something that is your your being. You know, like this is kind of what I invested my whole life sure, in is yeah. to is to is to produce really high end food for a really particular, I guess, clientele um, that are so excited for that dining experience. You know, they look forward to going mm. out and for that dining, and and you're in the kitchen every day trying to make sure that that is exactly what they're looking forward to. Um, to 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 come into an absolute halt right, and yeah. stopping completely. And for me as a person, you know, I'm, I'm quite a busy person. I don't really like to kind of stand, stand still, sure. you know, I like to look after myself. I like to, I like to be in a kind of a working environment all the time. Um, so to kind of really stop, I guess it gives you a good time to reflect and, mm. and, and think about what you want to do next, you know, where, you know, is this the right idea? Is this the right path that you want to be on? And um, I think there was some days where, you know, there, there was times where I thought about changing, right. you know, I thought about doing something completely different. But, you know, I think my passion for food kind of takes over from anything that I could have gone and done, right, if that right. makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I think my family were all kind of behind me with that. They were like, you know, you're so passionate. Mm. Like, you can't, you can't just give up this passion just because of, something that will it will end mm. it will we will get back to normality yeah. and um yeah that that was it for me really i think yeah i think i just i kind of focus on the reopening of us of us here right. a lot and and kind of dishes and developing ideas and um i was looking after myself i was doing a lot of exercise every day and um i moved back to yorkshire for most of covid oh, okay so i did um i did like beef wellingtons at home nice because that, <laughs> that was something back home I'm, I'm quite well renowned for so i was kind of doing deliveries back okay, home which right, was right. quite cool um and again that that kind of gave people a bit of light you know yeah. which was quite nice um and it had some incredible feedback and and and, and kind of built connections back that i'd lost hmm. after closing 92 yeah, as well right. which was quite nice so yeah i kind of i kept myself busy kept hmm. myself occupied it was never really. It was never really a quiet day. Sure. Um, uh, my girlfriend was working most of the time throughout COVID. She was still working, so okay. I kind of had to keep myself occupied and 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 and, and figure out ways of of keeping myself, you know, I guess in in the light and mm. you know, current, I guess, really. Right. So yeah, it was. It was never 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 <laughs> a, never a quiet time. No dull moments. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, do, do you think like? Yeah, as you say, hopefully coming out of this, like, has it impacted sort of your approach or like the things that you'd maybe try and do in Fenchurch? Right. Yeah, d definitely. You know, I think, uh, actually, do you know what? It's quite hard to say because mm. my, my, my food is, um, is quite labour intensive. Mm. So there's quite a lot of my dishes that will take quite a lot of time to prepare. Right, but then right. the, the delivery of it is quite simple because mm. of the preparation behind it. Um, so there's, there's a bit of a twofold because I, I think from COVID, I've learned that there has to be a good work-life balance, mm. and that with coupled with Fenchurch, you know, with with the team that we've got here, we are managing to do that quite well. Right. But as well as balancing, you know, still delivering that kind of food philosophy that is mm -hmm. is my own here also. So, yeah, 
It's a tough like, one. Yeah, <laughs> that answers the question for you yeah, fully. Yeah. But it's 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 kind of it kind of has made me think. You know, does does is what I do? Could it be simplified? Right. Could it be made a lot easier to make sure that there is a work a better working life balance for people? And I think I've managed to do that in a certain mm. way, but also in another way, I have still kept that philosophy of my own food in place. Right, right, perfect. Um, so I guess what like pandemic aside sort of what plans you have for the future of friend church and i guess also for yourself like what does the future hold yeah I, you know i think the future the future's a funny one you know i think if i if, if i was answered that if i been asked that question two or three years ago you know i'd have been like oh i want you know i want to get a michelin star mm. i want to i want to do this i want to i want to achieve accolades i want right, to get right. this and that and i think to be honest now like everything's so fragile you know like we've been through a really difficult time everybody's still rebuilding i just want to produce something that is talked about mm. that is notified that is people that people want to come and experience um and taste mm. and enjoy and for me that that's enough you know I'm, I'm just really happy with the slow progression that my career is taking I'm quite a I'm quite a, a bull in a china shop kind of guy to be honest. Right. I, I kind of I, I, I when I want something I just kind of really go for it, mm. um, and those dynamics for me have changed quite a lot. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to make a bit of a, a better a, a better appearance in my kind of home life, and I want to I want to do a lot of things for myself and my partner, and we want to you know progress in our own way. Mm. So kind of work is becoming more of a hand in hand thing right. now whereas it was more work 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 sure. it's, now, it's now kind of like I need it to I need to couple up with what I'm trying to achieve at home as well so it, it, it's really really good you know I'm finding more of a, a, a relaxing almost a, a giving a more of a giving opportunity mm. more than a taking opportunity right. you know, I'm, just, I'm finding a lot more time in, in, in training all, all my guys in the kitchen you know, building management that's right. that's really important for, for my kitchen to keep moving as well. And also for the guys that are in there, you know, I've got a fantastic team behind me. Um, they really believe in what we're trying to achieve. Yeah. And that's just a really good, solid product, you know, yeah. and really, really something that people can take pride in and uh, and deliver to the highest level. So. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you very much. And so there's a couple of sort of final questions that yeah. I've been asking everyone. Yeah. Um, the first is, when you get a chance to kind of get out and about on the town, which might not be very often, um, <laughs> what are the restaurants and places that you like to go and eat at? Yeah, okay. Um, a, a real favourite for me recently has been uh, El Pastor. It's, okay, right. I, oh, I just think it's absolutely mint. I love it. I love how easy it is. <laughs> yeah. The food's epic. Like, it's a proper cool environment. Frozen margaritas are insane. Can't go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a that's a real favourite. Uh, what else have we been doing recently? Um, I really like going to the uh, Big Mama Group. So okay, like yeah. uh, Gloria's in in, mm. in Shoreditch is wicked. Uh, really cool vibe. Love it. Pizza, awesome. Can't go wrong. But yeah, I love um, love the Dorchester. Mm. Tom Booten, what he's what he's achieving there. I worked with Tom um, a while back now, but. We're, we're quite close mates. He's, he's, his food's fantastic. Mm. Um, uh, for, you know, for that kind of special occasion, sure, but kind yeah. of just really tasty. Who else? Uh, oh, so many. Um, <laughs> There's the, the plethora of choices. Yeah, obviously, smoking, smoking Goat in Shoreditch. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Brat Restaurant as well. That's beautiful. 
yeah, just there's, 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 there's so many things right now that's like really, really bubbling and happening, mm, and mm. there's so many to say, but yeah. like, yeah, it's <laughs> can't list them all. Yeah, yeah, it's just constant. Yeah, for sure. Very awesome. tasty food in London right now. That's for sure. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, and so the, the final one, which is a, maybe a slightly tricky question, is like, what do you think is kind of going to be the next big sort of food trend that we're going to see in London in sort of the coming? months yeah, yeah uh, I, th- I think um, ha- a very hard question because mm. with Covid I felt like just before Covid was uh, had kind of swooped in I felt like that real kind of uh, Asian fusion that kind of Japanese led mm. product that was kind of coming into kitchens um, Sushi Sushi who, who is uh, again a, quite a good friend of mine uh, Stuart who runs runs the company He's he works alongside with like a lot of the uh, kind of top industry right. food or chefs or business owners that kind of work within London or without outside of London and they and they really try to introduce those products into their cooking a lot more now mm. and I think that's become a real a real vibe and it's quite young and trendy right, right. Um, I think that's quite a big thing mm. but also I want to kind of go along the, uh, the lines of that I think food trending is more becoming along the lines of with suppliers and the issues that they're having right now a lot of British led produce mm. you know a yeah. lot of local local produce and, lo- and local foods um, kind of things that aren't from too far afield that people can get hold of a bit bit easier mm. um, that's but that's becoming quite a big trend for me I think mm. do you think that's forcing people to be a bit more like creative with what they do or? definitely yeah definitely I think it's really helping food evolve mm. because you you it's not also not so much that you have to work a lot more with that product, but because it's like an overused product, for example, so uh, something like I don't know garlic or mm. uh, you know a Jerusalem artichoke that mm. you know is very seasonal, but a lot of people are trying to use that in different yeah. ways. You know whether that's through a pudding or you know trying to create a different element or texture from it that's, right, that, right. that would normally be used as like a I don't know like a side vegetable or something. Mm. It, it's it's making chefs definitely push on a bit more of the oh actually you know what I've seen that done so many times I need to really redevelop this or look at this in a different light right. so yeah I think that is helping a scene a different scene grow that's for sure amazing all good news yeah yeah for definitely yeah, perfect definitely. well thanks so much for taking the time to chat to me it's been an absolute pleasure thanks um, mate cheers and we'll have to encourage everyone to yeah come along up to the 37th floor and uh, some great food definitely thank you so much perfect cheers, cheers. all the best so there you have it thanks again to Michael for taking the time to chat to me and giving me a chance to peer down on the rest of the city from up on high The Sky Garden itself is definitely an experience worth checking out, but you should give Fenchurch a look on the 37th floor, including their recently launched tasting menus, which sound absolutely incredible. You can find me on Instagram at MikeEatsLondon or follow the pod at MikeMeetsLondon. As always, if you enjoyed the episode, please don't hesitate to share it and subscribe. It would be great to hear from you if you have any comments, questions or suggestions for guests I should chat to as well. See you next time.